Hello, this is Coming to the Mat, podcast from the Melanesian Women Today Impact Service Series. Told through the lens of everyday, ordinary Pacific Island women, the Mat series seeks to break cultural barriers and invite listeners to hear real human stories of making a difference. The stories you will hear from the series balance diverse interests and weave together the story of courageous women who dedicate their lives to making a difference in their communities and country. Coming to the Mat series is a safe space that allows for women in the Pacific to use their voices. It also explores the integral aspects of women's lives all across the South Pacific and gives the listener a window into the many different issues women face through storytelling. Sun i go down Sun i come up na waris tapiet Tongol West Papua Sun i go down Sun i come up na waris tapiet Tongol West Papua Only like in freedom Yeah freedom Long West Papua, all one talk belong you me. Imagine not being able to exercise your human rights like speaking out when you see injustice, especially injustice done to your own people on your own land where your ancestors have lived and toiled for thousands of years. Imagine being forced to be silenced and thrown in jail because you took the street to peacefully protest for your freedom to live freely on your own customary land. Imagine having to be subject to the watchful eye of a brutal military regime that has forcefully occupied your land, tortured and killed your people, and continues to extract rich natural resources by allowing some of the world's largest transnational mining corporations like the American and British mining company Freeport to exploit your ancestral lands for oil and the minerals that have left lasting legacy of environmental devastation. And then imagine watching your people being arrested, resettled and dispossessed to make way for mining exploitation, transmigration of people who don't practice your culture, don't look like you, nor do they speak your indigenous languages, come to occupy and take up space in your ancestral customary lands where your people have farmed and hunted and practiced your cultural ceremonies and lived on those lands for thousands of years while you and your families relatives and friends are forced to flee into the jungles in the mountains or being exiled to another country to find safe refuge or else risk the fear of being killed even international help from organizations like the united nation Foreign diplomats, researchers, aid workers, as well as foreign journalists are banned from thoroughly investigating and reporting on the status of your people. The restrictions have meant that the rest of the world hasn't paid attention to the situation and the crime committed against your people, but especially the women in particular that have felt this deep isolation. Without any support at all from the outside, the indigenous 
women activists from West Papua have taken on the role of leading the fight for independence by speaking up and speaking out in every way they can and do everything in their power to help their people, especially the women and children who are the ones faced with the long-term impact of violence, rape, and the ongoing onset offenses committed by the military operation again and again against the wishes of the West Papuans. Women often become victims of sexual harassment during these peaceful dem demonstrations and the constant struggle and cry of the West Papuan women continue to be silenced because the central government who was supposed to govern the affairs have failed to protect the rights of the women and the violence continue. Even though there has been ratification of the International Convent Convent on Civil Rights by the occupier, the political rights its and, and political rights, its implementation in West Papua, particularly with regard to freedom of expression and association, it is not in the line with freedoms and the rights guaranteed under the international human rights law. West Papuans have struggled for their freedom since they were annexed by Indonesia and robbed of their rights to a fair referendum in 1969. While independence struggles continues, it is the story and the struggles of the indigenous West Papuan women that are silenced. The women of West Papua find themselves at the bottom of the economic and social hierarchy, and yet they form the backbone of the Papuan society. In their day-to-day -day lives, they deal with the hardship within their families and communities where they are met with lack of basic services, inappropriate or no education at all, social and economic marginali marginalizations, as well as political and domestic violence. violence. The applied combines or compounds the struggles facing women in the region with the challenges facing challenges facing indigenous people due to the rapid modernization, resource exploitation, and social, economic, and political marginalization, racial discrimination, violence, and injustice in Papua. In this episode, we are going to look into the situation of the West Papuan women. So we talk to one indigenous West Papuan activist to understand more about the compound plights that the West Papuan women are facing and why their voices and rights are being silenced. Rule under Indonesia, the indigenous West Papuans are victims in their own land and are routinely subject to violence and oppression. They continue to face excessive military attacks, tortured, threatened and deprived of their human rights. They have been murdered, suffering multiple rights violation, affecting the economy, not just the economy, but their land, culture, political participation, the dignity as human being, and the survival. A 2013 Sydney University study called the situation slow motion genocide, arguing that Indonesia has acted with intent in its strict control over the population and with impunity over human rights violations such as the Biak massacre that happened in 1998. The Asian Human Rights Commission has also described the situation as a gen as genocide. To understand more about West Papua, we are going to look at the location of West Papua. Located in Melanesia, 
which is one of the three regions that make up the region of the South Pacific. It's Melanesia, Polynesia and Micronesia. The island of New Guinea is the second largest island in the world. It is called New Guinea in Tokpisin, the Creole language of Papua New Guinea, not West Papua, Papua New Guinea. So the independent state on the eastern half of the island of New Guinea is called Papua New Guinea. On the other half of the west is known as Papua in, Indo- Indo- in Indonesia. So the western part of the island is currently under the occupation of Indonesia and divided into two provinces called Papua and West Papua. Geographically, if you look at the island of New Guinea, which makes up the country of Papua New Guinea to the east and the province of Papua under the Indonesian uh, control is on the west. Okay, so geographically, if you look at the island, it abounds with diverse types of natural wonders from lowlands, mountains, mangroves, wetlands, grasslands, tundras to coral reefs. You can find pretty much any kind of ecosystem on the island of New Guinea. Now, anthropologically speaking, the two halves of the island also share many similarities. The indigenous people that belong to West Papua are also part of the Melanesian ethnic group that also includes the people of Papua New Guinea and also the people of Fiji, the people of Vanuatu and the Solomon Islands and also the French colonial activity of New Caledonia, their ethnic group called Melanesia. So, because of the extreme terrains of the region of the island of New Guinea, many of the West Papua or Papuan people on the west and Papua New Guineans on the east do not experience or have not experienced exposure to the outside world for a very long time. So this has resulted in a very deep or vast diversity of cultures and languages. West Papua on the west is an occupied province of Indonesia. The local government has the autonomy to manage the region and establish local regulations that answer to the central Indonesian government in the capital, Jakarta. Papua New Guinea, on the other, on the east, on the other hand, is part of the British Commonwealth. Even though the country has declared its independence in 1975, on the 16th of September, Papua New Guineans still recognize the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth as their head of state. Okay, so a little bit of the historical um, background of West Papua. Papua, as we know, or West Papua, was originally uh, populated by Melanesian people some thousands of years ago on the island of New Guinea. After little, very little contact with the Western world, West Papua's West Papua and formerly colonized by the Netherlands in, 19, in 1898. The islands that now make up Indonesia were also colonized by the Dutch. When the Republic of Indonesia declared its independence in 1945, West Papua did not join the country. The Dutch government recognized that the West Papuan people, geographically and ethnically and culturally, are very different to the Indonesians. So the Dutch government began work in prepara- preparing the West Papuan people for, its, for their own independence throughout the 1950s. 
At the end of 1961, West Papua held a congress at which its people declared their independence and raised them their flag, flag called the Morning Star. Well, within months, that dream was basically dead because the newly independent Republic of Indonesian government wanted for all the former Dutch colony to be part of them, especially in the Asia-Pacific region. So the Indonesian military soon started the invasion of West Papua. So conflict broke, da- broke out between the Netherlands, Indonesia, and in- the indigenous population regarding the control of the territory, unable to secure enough support for its invasion of, the, of West Papua, the Indonesian government then turned to the Soviet Union for help. Now, it was during the height of the Cold War, and the U.S. government was very worried that the Indonesians seeking Soviet Union support might increase the spread of communism in Southeast Asia. So the American president at the time wrote to the Dutch prime minister and strongly urged the Dutch government to hand over the West Papua territory to Indonesia in an attempt to appease a communist-friendly Indonesian government. The U.S. government went ahead as well and engineered a meeting between Indonesia and the Netherlands, resulting in what was called a United Nation, what in what was a United Nations-sponsored treaty as the New York Agreement that was drawn up to put an end to this territorial battle between Indonesia, West Papua, and the Netherlands. So it was an appointed... So Indonesia was appointed the temporary administrator of West Papua. However, one year later, transferred that control to Indonesia on May 1963. Now, without the West Papuan consultation or consent at all, they were not even part of the of the disagreement. So the Papuans were never consulted. However, the agreement did promise them their right to self-determination, a right in which guaranteed by the UN to all the people around the world. Same right human right. Okay, that was the key requirement of the treaty that was that all West Papuans were allowed to vote in a referendum on independence, which was to be overseen by the United Nations. This history forms the basis of West Papua's call for independence. But it is not just historical injustice that fuels the movement today. Indigenous West Papuans face daily surveillance and intimidation by the Indonesian military and police, and many report living in constant fear. And thousands have been killed, denied, and tortured since 1963, when they took over. So by 1969, there was was a widespread resistance to the Indonesian rule. The Indonesian military had killed and imprisoned thousands of Papuans in that seven years it had occupied the country when it took over. Yet it was under these conditions that the the people, the West Papuan people, were supposed to exercise their right to self-determination. And it was agreed that the UN should oversee a referendum of the people of West Papua, in which they would be given two choices remain part of Indonesia or to become an independent nation. This vote was been was to be called the Act of Free Choice. But that act was a sham. Instead of overseeing a free and fair election, the UN basically stood by while Indonesia wrecked the vote, declaring that Papuans were too primitive to cope with democracy, and the Indonesian government handpicked just one thousand and twenty six representative of West Papuan people or Papuan people out of a population of 1 million and they bribed them and threatened to kill them and their family if they fought it the wrong way. 
So strong was the intimidation that despite this widespread opposition to Indonesian rule, all the 1,026 West Papuan people voted to remain a part of Indonesia. Despite protests from from Papuans, a critical report made by a UN official and the condemnation of the vote in the international media, the UN shamefully sanctioned the result and West Papua has remained under control of the Indonesian state ever since. So the Papuans now call this episode the act of no choice. Consigning the fate of a million people to live under a brutal occupation that occurred is one of the most shameful chapters in the history of the UN. Recently, there have been a number of detailed reports that heavily criticize the actions of Indonesia, the UN and its member states during this period. The principal aim of the Freedom or the Free West Papua campaign is to persuade the UN to review its role in this event and for the world to allow the Papuans to do a true act of self-determination. Now, since the first days of Indonesian occupation, the people on the land of West Papua have been under relentless attack in an attempt to control the Papuans and to claim the land to make every way possible for resource extraction. The Indonesian army has systematically murdered, raped and tortured people in numbers that could constitute a genocide. One of the worst examples of this is the displacement and killing of thousands of people to make way for the giant American and British-owned Freeport mine, the largest gold mine in the world, which has reduced a sacred West Papuan mountain, the indigenous West Papuan mountain, to a crater and poisoned the local river system. In a further attempt to eradicate Papuan culture, Around 1 million people from overcrowded shanty towns across Indonesia have been moved into what's called transmigration camps cut into the forest. Resistance to the Indonesian occupation started from the first day after the invasion. An armed guerrilla group called the OPM, Free Papua Movement, was formed in 1972 to resist the colonialization of West Papua. The OPM carried out a number of guerrilla attacks on the Indonesian military and on the on and on the holdings of multinational com- companies who had taken Papuan land and resources, including a successful attempt to close down the Freeport gold and copper mine, armed mostly with bows and arrows, the small racket but very determined OPM fought an almost unknown war against the well armed Western backed military or Indonesian military for decades. Following the fall of the Indonesian military dictator General Shurato, in 1998, a a political space briefly opened up in West Papua. The Morning Star flag was flown once again, and a huge public congress was held in 2000, with hundreds of delegates from tribes from all around Papua. The congress rejected the result of 1969 Act of Free Choice and reaffirmed West Papua as an independent nation. This also gave way or power to the newly formed Papuan Presidium Council, PDP, to gain a world recognition for West Papua's independence. But these hopes soon were dashed. Fearing succession, the army moved in and hundreds of people were shot and arrested for public flag raisings and independent rallies. Then in November 2001, the charismatic president of the PDDP, Thiers Ali, 
was assassinated by the Indonesian soldiers. Independence aspiration continued to be publicly demonstrated, and whilst on the ground the police and military continued to respond with violence and intimidation, the Indo- Indonesian state attempted to quell these hopes by passing special autonomy legislation. The legislation was supposed to devolve some power and distribute more resources to West Papua, but it is widely regarded as a failure by in the indigenous Papuans with, re- with corruptions leading to money being hoarded or misspent. Now, in recent years, a new independent organization called the KNPPDP, National Committee for West Papua, has become prominent. Under its guidance, huge independent rallies have been held across West Papua and the West Papuan voices in is united once more. As a result, many of its members have been arrested, tortured and killed. In 2012, the KNPB Chairman Marco Tabuni was killed by the Indonesian police, whilst many others face lengthy jail sentence of up to 15 years just for raising the Western Papuan flag, the Morning Star. Today, West Papua's tragedy continues with ongoing reports of villages being burned, Papuans being arrested, tortured and shot, and the beautiful natural wildness continue to be devastated by logging and mining and agricultural activities and biofuel interests. But there is good news. The issue of Papua is creeping up in the international agenda as campaign groups such as the Papuan leaders in exile and concerned citizens, world citizens around the world, are alerting their leaders to the injustice that is being happening, that is happening to West Papuans. Despite a ban on foreign journalists, media outlets are beginning to cover the story and have exposed leaked videos of West Papuans being tortured. With the advent of the international parliamentarians of West Papua, the international lawyers of West Papua, politicians and lawyers are beginning to engage in this issue. In 2016, a historical meeting was held at the British Parliament in Westminster where West Papuan leaders and other leaders from across the Pacific countries and elsewhere gathered together and affirmed their support for the people of West Papua being able to choose their own future to live in a free and independent nation. Things are moving in the right direction. However, they need to move faster if more bloodshed is to be avoided and the people of West Papua's cry for freedom is finally to be heard. Hello and welcome to Coming to the Mad with me, your host, Dr. Mere Tarisovic. Thank you for joining me on the mat as we look at the life and struggles of West Papuan women. New footage has emerged of protest crackdowns across Papua and West Papua, where thousands came out to oppose the Indonesian government's plan for new provinces in the region. One activist who was arrested yesterday has told SBS freedom of expression in the region is being slowly eroded. This was the Indonesian state response to yesterday's protest movement in the provincial capital, Jayapura. The Special Operations Unit, known as BRIMOB, deployed for 24 hours across the region. Still, thousands gathered from across West Papua, which has been home to a decades-old insurgency. 
their demand to halt a proposal for six new provinces, which the government says would accelerate development and make it easier to govern. Locals say they were not consulted on the move, which would bring a bigger police and military presence to tighten Jakarta's control over the mineral-rich region. Creating new provinces is not, will not benefit us because our land will be taken by the government. Esther Haluk, one of many organisers arrested last night and released at three in the morning without charge. They do not use their uniform and they just come with the car and then they stop, they move very fast, take us all into the into cars and then they bring us to this police station. Protesters in other parts of Indonesia, like here in Sulawesi, also taking to the streets. While in Timor-Leste, these protesters were reportedly arrested as they headed towards the Indonesian embassy. But it was in Papua where clashes with police were the most violent. I think it's uh, so undemocratic, especially because Indonesia is a democratic country, but the way they handle it, it's... It's so, I think it's so frightening and it, I, I feel very sad to see how, what happened yesterday. Talk of more protests planned, sparking further concerns of violence in the troubled region. Tysokusi, SBS World News. That was activist Esther Holok reporting from the Papuan province of Jayapura. This happened right after I sat down to talk to her. Esther Hollock is one of the many Indigenous West Papuan women activists who have made it her mission to continue to fight for freedom for her people by telling her story so that the world can hear about the continuing mistreatments and the abuse against the Indigenous Papuans by the Indonesian military forces. Esther is also a lecturer at the Walter Post Theological Seminary in Jayapura, where she teaches gender studies and conducts research relating to women and children's issue. Esther comes from Waimana, the capital town of the Jaya Regency in Papua's Highlands in the Belang Valley. She comes from the Dani tribe of the Central Highlands of West Papua. I sat down with her on the mat to let her tell her story about her work, not just as a woman's activist, but also as a lecturer of theology. In our conversation, we find ourselves sharing similarities in our Melanesian cultures, especially when it comes to bright prize or dowry, which we sometimes share some light humor and at times seriousness and concern as all Melanesian women can relate to. Esther also reveals some of the, her main concerns as she considers as she considers as the main stumbling blocks to the many struggles of the indigenous West Papuan women. She has great concern about the role and position of women in her society as a Melanesian uh, West Papuan woman living in a strong patriarchal culture. She has made it her mission mission or concern as a lecture of theology to educate young candidates who are starting to become pastors who will go on to become leaders in the communities about the importance of gender inclusion and the important roles women can play in a community. I also found that in our discussion, she emphasized very strongly on returning to the true Melanesian practices where women are respected in the culture as as they did in the olden days. 
she also chose she also has chosen to take this path of teaching as a tool to transfer her ideas about the critical roles of women and the respect for women in her society and the position of women in their society for women's empowerment. She volunteers as the secretary to the women department in the synodal level in her church, the Kimi Church, the Papua, Papua Gospel Tapanaga Church that provides support and organizes women's activists across activities across Papua. The church also provides support to the refuge camp, refugee camps relating to the Duga, Duga conflict, the Duga massacre or shooting that of construction workers that happened in 2018, December 1st, 2018. She's also a long time member of an advocate as well for women's movement, doing advocacy work for women's rights in West Papua. Her role as an activist also means also means organizing women for West Papua's freedom movement, advocating women's issues such as sexual harassment, violence, and other injustice relating to women and children's issue. So welcome to coming to the mat. I want to thank you for taking the time to sit and share in this um, story. I hope that you can learn. Um, educate yourself about our sisters and brothers in West Papua as much as I did and um, also remember that it is our duty and our um, rights as well to be able to speak out for our brothers and sisters in West Papua. Thank you and welcome to Coming to the Mat. I come from um, the highlands mm. of West Papua, but now I live in the coastal areas. Uh, um, I come from Wamina, um, there, uh, which is uh, known to the world as a Balin Valley. Mm. Mm. So um, when you see people who are still wearing the traditional outfit, um, during using the penis guard and stuff like that, that's my culture. Mm -hmm. So um, I grew up in my hometown, but most of the time, actually, I spend time um, outside Papua because my my father has to like go around to for his um, study theological because my my father was a pastor and also my my mother. So, um, from the early age, because I'm the oldest and I'm the only girl in the family. Mm. So <laughs> I was like brought up by my father because mm -hmm. my, my father is, um, like university study in you know, university as well. Mm. So wow. he has a different, uh, view on, mm. on, on women, the role of women. So from the early age, I was like, uh, brought up with, uh, way of thinking that you are women but you can do the same thing like what the men do mm -hmm. so i have this um positive um idea about myself the ideas i, I got from my family mm -hmm. so and i've seen that when like growing up in 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 the communities i see that um some of my friends do not have that that kind of a point of view about uh, 
ourselves, like, like what my father usually say to me. So, and there's, um, yeah, when in, in my culture, actually, um, uh, I come from Dani tribe. Mm-hmm. I come from Dani tribe and we are still we are still very strong with the with the culture our culture it's it's part of it's it's far from the city so uh the more the the far you uh, your region is from the capital of uh, papua mm-hmm. it's more like becoming remote uh-huh. mm-hmm. so um yeah but it's time change, and uh, now um, there's a problem also with uh, living in uh, in my area, especially in my hometown. The uh, communication, the connection, from for example, with internet, it's a bit uh, isolated. Mm-hmm. So we are, even though in now it's 2022 some of my people are still living with uh, their uh, traditional outfit mm. we are still living in uh, in our traditional uh, heart mm. we are still very close as a uh, other melanesian we are very close with the nature mm. the relationship is very strong mm. and yeah with the um, everything that we do is still connected uh, with the communities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's um, because of brought up like that mm-hmm. uh, the, from the family. I have this, um, I try to, from the early age, I get like interested. Mm-hmm. Why uh, there's a difference in treating uh women and um like men mm. because i was taught oh don't do that because you are a girl you, you cannot do that mm. or things like that there's uh, so many things and sometimes my uh, family says to me um you don't you will if you grow up you will you won't have um rights in this house because it belonged to the boys, uh, mm. like my brothers. You will leave, you will go with your husband. So you cannot, uh, like, you don't have rights, any rights here. You just, you, you leave here, but when the time you have to leave, then you don't have any rights here. And I'm, I start thinking, why they say that? I'm my uh, parents' uh, child. I have the rights here, but... I start thinking like, yeah, I start thinking about that. And I see many things that happened around me related to um, women's roles. Mm-hmm. And then I never thought that I will, I will involve in the war. But then since I, um, I was in a university, I start uh, reading books because I, I went to university in Java. Mm. So I have access to books, to the library and books and have a network with so many different uh, backgrounds, like people from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And it teaches me a lot to like start learning about mm-hmm. 
uh, about that. And yeah, like involving in uh, act, uh, West Papua Freedom Movement also uh, introduced me to the, mm. the issue that I want to focus on. Mm. So yeah, that's that's how I start to so it's come how to. You, mm, very nice. Yes, 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 yes. So your dad was a uh, he was a university student as well, and did he did he had any jobs in uh, in some sort of university work, or did, did he what kind of work did he had? Uh, he graduated oh. from uni- he graduated from university. And it was sent by the church, yes, sir. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And then he has to study because my father was like was uh, the head of a Bible school. Okay. okay. In my hometown, mm-hmm. so he has to like study, not in Papua, but he he went to the other island, the other Indonesian island in Sulawesi. Mm-hmm. So okay. I spent I spent more most of my time childhood. In, in other islands, so ah, okay, uh, other part of Indonesia. So mm. until until uh, seniors of uh, no junior uh, high mm. school, mm-hmm. and then we come back to West Papua. Okay, yeah. So can you speak uh, to the work of the Coalition of Women Movement that you are now involved in? Um, especially with dealing with women's issues like sexual harassment and violence and things like that. What, what kind of work is involved in how, how, what are the roles that you play in this uh, coalition of women's movement? Um, in the coalition of women movement, actually to start with, mm-hmm. because I, I organize um, some women like to, because since the like this movement, the freedom movement, mm-hmm. um, it's uh, dominated by men, right? And I'm one of the activists. Mm-hmm. I start joining the freedom movement from 1970 oh, no, 1997. Mm-hmm. That the the time when I went to Java to study. I start learning that uh, because um, so let me like explain the background. Mm-hmm. It's like from the early age, we have this whenever my uh, family mm-hmm. gather in like my family from my mother's side, like we have this trauma, the past trauma right. about the military operation that happened in 1977 mm-hmm. in around my hometown. And we have this uh mass uh, like massacre mm-hmm. and so we have this um uh human rights violation that happened at that time and some of my family have experienced that so mm-hmm. my auntie from my mom, mother's side is uh, got raped by several um indonesian soldiers in front of her husband mm-hmm. so they've got this uh, um so Whenever they come to our house and they share stories, for example, they sometimes they, they ask us, the mm-hmm. children, to go into inside our room. Go, go, go and sleep. You cannot hear this story and something like that. And I start to question why 
every time they want to talk this, they have to like whispering. And then they ask, they ask us to leave mm-hmm. and something like that. So, and whenever my aunties share, tell story, I start to like, uh, from my, start to open the door and then like uh, take a look at them mm-hmm. and then try to look at my auntie and I, said, I, I saw her like uh, crying mm-hmm. while talking about this source and I said, what, what was like really happened? Mm-hmm. What really happened? Why they say the story? They're whispering and they uh, talk like that. I start mm-hmm. asking questions like that. So mm-hmm. I asked them, why? Why you, you you talk like this? Why are you whispering? Why I saw my auntie uh, crying and they said, don't ask questions. That's mm-hmm. our story. So mm-hmm. you 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 don't have to know that. Just just go to school. You have to success. You have to be. It's like a, you have to be success. Mm-hmm. So stories like that. And yeah, I keep the questions for myself. And then I um, I leave to Java. I start learning because mm-hmm. we have access. I have access to books, right. uh, good books as well. So. I start reading, I start digging about what is really happened in my, why every time our generation wants to ask questions, they say like this, why, what, what is it? What is going on in West Papua? Mm-hmm. So I start digging and I found, find out like many information I never know before. And then it start change who I am. Mm. It's like, I, I decided after reading all those things, mm-hmm. I said, I have to stand. I have to, as a woman, I have to do something. I have to, what, what, what should I do? And then I start learning that I have to follow, like join organization. So I joined with the Japanese, mm-hmm. like other Indonesian, like organization, students, students organization. I start looking like it, it's a searching. Mm-hmm which uh, organization I can like a fit, like fit me. And then I can talk about what is going on in Papua. But then later I found out um, my friends, my fellow, like my fellow Papuan who got the same, uh, they have stories passed down to them from their parents, their families. And then about this uh, trauma, traumatic uh, stories shared mm-hmm. to them. And then we start uh, the movement. We start the movement as a student. And then I choose to focus more on women um, by like advocating about women, but also um, organizing women to involve because most of the uh, my friends who got involved in the organization are men. Mm-hmm. So I try to sharing um, ideas about what is happening to women in, in, in the past. Mm-hmm. I start to understand why my auntie was crying at that time because he got raped. There's mm-hmm. a violent structural violence that happened at that time that uh, influenced there. Uh, so, I um, I shared the idea with my uh, friends, some of the friends. 
some of the girls at the time. I share idea and then I organize them to come to mm. uh, talk. We, we talk about the Papua in general, mm-hmm. but when, whenever we stand up women, we talk about what happened to women uh-huh. in West Papua at the time. Mm-hmm. So that's how it began after years in Java, then I come back mm-hmm. and then I'm still working. Mm-hmm. Even though I teach, I like, I work in schools, I teach in several places, but I still have passion about that. I still actively involved in the freedom movement um, mm-hmm. organization. Mm-hmm. So um, I also, um, the some of my friends, we uh, form this coalition. Mm-hmm. We say uh, there's there's so many issues about women in West Papua in the context because, as I've uh, said, mentioned before, uh, we are we are living in very patriarchal society. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a problem because there's so many policy mm-hmm. uh, implemented in Papua, but less uh, attention put for women. Women mm-hmm. are left. It's a women. Women rights is not really important for in in decision making. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the decision making level. So we are trying to uh, form this coalition. I'm also the one of the uh, a person who in the in the coalition in the coalition. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. am with uh, three of three of my friends. We start have a discussion mm-hmm. and with different background we start to have a discussion and why why don't we just organize women from like different background who work in NGO or church mm-hmm. to come with us so because there's so many problems like uh, violences mm-hmm. happen to women but the voice uh the advocacy done like uh, by people, but it's not to women are left. Mm. They're like uh, the justice for them. Sometimes when you have, uh, for example, I, I, I will give an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, one woman was like, uh, like beaten, for example, but in um, when he or she went to like uh, to the police, and they mm-hmm. will say, oh, "It's a, it's a, your personal matter. Mm-hmm. So you you can't um, bring that to to police station mm-hmm. to make a report, and the society will support. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, if if a woman or lady beaten on the street, people will just uh, watch." Because they say, oh, it's a personal merit. That that guy who who is beating the women is probably is, uh, her husband. So don't intervene. Just leave. Just leave them. Something like that. So there's too many people. Uh, too many things happen, and also some like um, uh, govern government people who work in the government, like leaders. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they have a. Uh, 
sexual harassment mm -hmm. or they have a, a case they took uh, students students the, mm -hmm. like young students mm -hmm. and then they raped them mm -hmm. but then when the family of the girl wants to protest and then they will uh, because they don't want their name right yeah mm -hmm. they don't want people to uh, humiliate them mm -hmm. they will do like um they will ask people, uh, men, especially men, to mm. like protect them with the, um, how do you say it? Uh, they will fight or they will treat, uh, threat oh, the, 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 mm. the victim's family, something uh, like that. Yes. And then they will pay with money. So the value of women is very, very low. It's the, those things, those issues, those kind of things is something that people start to, uh, for nowadays, it comes, it becomes something that oh, is uh, something usual. It's something that it's not, it's not new thing, something like that. So uh, we formed this uh, coalition mm -hmm. uh, as many as possible mm -hmm. from different background to focus. So we have voice. Mm -hmm. So we have we organize protests and then we have uh, like organize also organize the press conference mm -hmm. and then we feel what we we, we support women and mm -hmm. we, we give uh, support to women about uh, injustice that happen in their uh, houses in whatever problems that they have. Mm -hmm. So uh, and also. Uh, not only like uh, everyday uh, situation, but also the structural one as mm. well. Structural yeah. violence done by the um, the state towards yeah. uh, West Papuan women, and then we will um, do the advocacy. So in this coalition, we have we list. Uh, dates that's really important to us in Papua. And then sometimes we make an activity like uh, um, sell, giving flowers, mm -hmm. um, have a rally, mm -hmm. uh, organize rally, or um, have um, a show. Mm -hmm. It's like a, have a show, but we mm -hmm. distribute um, what... Uh, like uh, Pam, a Pam, pamphlets, yeah, not mm -hmm. not only pamphlet, but also uh, something written about the like issue oh, about the stories, yeah, the stories yeah, of the, the stories. women. Yes, very nice. And we have mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. like musical musical shows, mm -hmm. show with a musical, and then read poems mm -hmm. and and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I also have I'm. I I published one of the book. It's a, oh. a a poetry because I love a literature. Oh. So sometimes, sometimes, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. the, some of some of us who have that um, talent, we yeah. we share together. We read poetry mm -hmm. with the, our uh, music with the mm -hmm. Papuan songs, <clears throat> and then we share. We have a discussion. We watch movie. Mm -hmm. We invite uh, men, mm -hmm. some men or boys or students. We invite them to come 
or mm-hmm. we go to some of the boarding houses because in Jayapura, where mm-hmm. I live now, mm-hmm. it's a it's a, a city where we have university, uh, many okay. universities. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, centralized here. So other like students from our over Papua will come to study here. So we have like different um, boarding houses from different regency here. Mm-hmm. So we we visit them. We have videos about women movement or women issue. We watch with them and then try to uh, have a discussion with them to mm-hmm. involve uh, the students, the the girls, as many as uh, possible to join the discussion to start uh, teaching them about mm-hmm. not teaching not teaching but. Uh, making them understand right. what kind what kind of problem faced by Papua mm-hmm. Papuan women today right. in our society, or sometimes mm-hmm. we just uh, open the like uh, prepare prepare a space and then mm-hmm. they can share what's mm-hmm. going on. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's what we are um, doing at the. At the moment, with the coalition. With the coalition. So you have two yeah. things going on here. You have the issue of, you know, women facing violence within the patriarchal society of West Papua. And then you also have the structural uh, formation um, that is happening that you also uh, causes, you know, a lot of uh, issues with, within for the women of West Papua as well. So... Yeah. Um, how long has how long has the coalition of women movements uh, been going on now? Uh, we start. It's it it's it's recently. It's not so long. Mm-hmm. In the past, I I used to like I spend more time in organizing women for the movement. Mm-hmm. But now I start uh, joining because it's like a I've. I usually known as as an as this uh, like activist for freedom movement, but then now I mm. uh, becoming like um, more involved in the social issue, mm. mm-hmm. and we formed this um, in two thousand and nineteen. Okay, okay, so so just recently, yeah, mm. just recently. Mm-hmm. So, so in uh, like we, those with uh, me and my friends who formed this coalition, um, we are like uh, in the middle, in between mm-hmm. the uh, older generation and younger mm-hmm. generation. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the like upper level, mm-hmm. to change the policy, we involve, we have a discussion with the. Um, those like uh, women, mm-hmm. um, like our sisters, right. that older than us, we have a right. discussion because they are like some of them are famous in mm-hmm. involving in many um, work. Right. So uh, women advocacy. So mm-hmm. sometimes we have discussion with them to ask them to uh, be more like to push, for example, uh, an issue. So, uh, to like 
who's to uh, have um, policy, the government to have a policy on like uh, to empower women, something like mm-hmm. that. In, so um, some yeah. policy change to to, to have yeah, changes so the, the in a, mm-hmm. yeah in a, in a policy but mm-hmm. uh below us we involve with the students ah, so okay. we have a discussion to mm-hmm. so it, it's it's like that we okay. work to like so bridge you, to bridge right, this, to bridge this, that gap, gap with the yeah, with the yes. older generation and the younger generation yes 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 they're very nice so i can see that um, that's very important. That's a really important important work. So it's, it takes a lot of discussions, a lot of coming yes, together, yes. and a lot yeah. of a lot of that. So you you definitely have a lot on your plate. You know, yes. <laughs> I think you. Yeah, definitely, yeah, it is. Oh my goodness! So we uh, we, are, we are still we are mm-hmm. still trying to find uh, like form how mm-hmm. to do the things best way, how to organize thing or uh, bridging this. Yeah. This uh, generation, the gap in the in the generation. What mm. is what kind of things with, that we can do best work for mm-hmm. this to sit together to mm-hmm. uh, to think about what is uh, going on with with women issue in in, right. in Papua. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So when you you uh, talk about being you finding your your place as an educator or a lecturer and uh, using it as a tool to educate uh, the young men especially because once they become pastor or uh, in other English I guess uh, clergy uh, they would go out and be leaders in the community so in what ways do you educate these young candidates um, mm-hmm. So that they can they understand the importance and the role of women when they take positions as leaders. What are some examples that you can um, give us? Uh, okay, uh, in campus uh, because yeah, as I mentioned before, we are living like in a patriarchal society mm-hmm. uh, where women are second class. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes women are not involved in decision making. Mm-hmm. So, in the past, actually, uh, women's position is is high. Ah, yeah. In uh, culturally, oh, culturally, we have a yes. position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, culturally, yeah, we have a position. Mm-hmm. But then, when time change, mm-hmm. uh, because of the so. Time change and this uh, when Christianity came to yeah, I w- West Papua. I w- right, I wanted yeah. to ask you that question. Like maybe it's best to give a history uh, context so that yes. we can understand how uh, the Christianity and you know right now in the situation of uh, freedom. Um, how does that? C- can you give us a little bit of that background? So when when Christian we, we we used to have this women are very uh, important women have very important uh, role in society in the past mm-hmm. because sometimes in a tribal war mm-hmm. uh, can be caused because of women ah, okay there's a t- tribal wars mm-hmm. going on uh, one of the cause uh, sometimes happen because of the, the women. So mm. women position is very, they 
really they are under women's position. Women have uh, when women have that in society, mm-hmm. but then time uh, change. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, we are not involved in the past. We are not involved in decision making, but we have uh, like a distribution of uh, task. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, women, um, men will focus on making like a, um, how do you say it? In a field, they work in a field or they uh, in a war, when, when, when mm-hmm. organized war. Because I come from a tribe, we have these tribal wars. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. different from uh, other part of Papua. They don't have that kind of war, tribal mm-hmm. war. Mm-hmm. But my, in my culture, in my um, tribe, we have mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I come from like from my father's side. My 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 grandfather is a chief, war chief, mm-hmm. something. Or from my mom's side also. So we have this. Um, uh, what what you call it? A tribal uh, war. Tribal yeah. war. Mm-hmm. Tribal war. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a, a division of um, duty be- between uh, men, women. Mm-hmm. It's it's clear, yeah. but it's imbalance. Mm. So and women are considered as uh, like treasure. Right. So, for example, in marriage, if someone's, uh, it, it's a like arranged marriage, right? But mm-hmm. uh, they respect women, the value of women. Mm-hmm. Or if women comes to our family, for example, from this husband, the husband side, the husband, the husband's family will consider, oh, she is bringing something. She will uh, bring, yeah, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. valuable to us. So it's a kind of respectful relationship because then they would they bring would they bring um, I'm, I'm trying to think of it from my culture because they yeah. bring so much knowledge they bring you know the yes. tra- everything that they come with so they yes. treasure that very much I, I yes. absolutely understand and they that. will dream they will they will give like uh, children for yes. us. Mm-hmm. for our tribe something so that's kind of opinion so uh women position is so if if a man for example have like a beat wife there there will be like very uh there's a sanction mm. okay there's so like, a, a, like hard uh consequence yeah. uh, the consequence the, yes mm-hmm. consequences mm-hmm. from from the 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 women's side, yes. So yeah. you have to, if the women it caused the women to go back to her family because of uh, the mm-hmm. violences. Yeah. If the husband wants to take her back, he has to bring something like pig or something like in payment in like. I will give this, but I, I'm I'm taking my wife back. Something like that. Yes. <laughs> Yes, so it's a culture here. Yes, that's very fam- familiar to uh, some of the cultures in Vanuatu and in my culture yeah, as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. if that happened, and 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 also if the like the women's brother, for example, if he 
he wait for the husband to come, but like the husband uh, doesn't have uh, guts to come and take uh, his wife. And then the brother took uh, her sister back to uh, his brother-in-law. Mm. It, it has like different, very different meaning. Right. It's, it, it's right. saying that I'm, I'm bringing back my sister. Mm-hmm. Don't you like, don't you dare to put your hand on, on her or something like that. That's the meaning uh, mm-hmm. behind this, this uh, move. So yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and also, uh, let me. So it's, it's almost like, um, that, uh, it's almost like it's based on respect. So when you break that respect yes. and, and that relationship, yes. the reciprocity, so when that's broken, then it's now time to, uh, you know, pay a custom fine to the other family. Yes, yes. So yes, that you yes. can, so you yes. can reunite that respect and that relationship again. And yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. very heavy. It's very very heavy on yes. on how you see the yeah. other family. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. it's with respect. Yeah. But then it start change. When the Christianity came to Papua oh. it, around 1938, 1938 uh, in the coastal areas, mm-hmm. uh, the German uh, missionary came in 1855. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, it's for uh, GKI. It's uh, the church in coastal areas. But for me, in my... Mm-hmm. Um, in, um, Highland, mm-hmm. the Christianity, especially the uh, Catholic and the American missionary came to mm-hmm. the Highland mm-hmm. around uh, 1938. 1938. Yeah, 1938. Okay. So uh, uh, that's um, the change start uh, happen because those uh, American uh, missionary, mm-hmm. they have this uh, problem as well mm. about the gender problem at that time, right? right. In, in America right. and yes. and also the uh, racial racial issue as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when this missionary came to us, they have this um, view mm. that we are. The West Papuan are like, yeah, backward. Mm. Um, they are pagan people. I mean, the missionary, the missionary. Mm. Mm. They start thinking about us. We so um, those are the point of view that they have. And then also when they teach uh, the gospel to us, they bring the gospel. They start teaching about um, Paul's theology. Ah, okay. About Paul the, in the position. Paul yes. in the New Testament. Yes. Mm. The teaching. And it's, and also the, in, in uh, Old Testament, the teaching about women position and something like that. Mm. It's, it's. Um, the concept it start changed the concept yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but women it start changed because of this teaching so the women were held in high record and then as soon yeah. as that those you know coming in with uh, 
Yeah. Not recording. It's like a, mm-hmm. yeah. Not recording women so, as part of decision making or part of the society. Yeah. Then it changes the concept. The 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 concepts start changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, women cannot involve more because the Bible so Bibles say like this: you cannot stand and talk. You in like. Sometimes in a community, women have the right to speak up mm-hmm. uh, because we have this uh, in we have um, traditional places, mm-hmm. uh, a building that uh, especially for men to decide to have a, uh, to decide about the community, so and I mean, women cannot women so cannot come, enter. Yeah, is it like a women house? Yes. Meeting. Okay. It's a yeah. meeting house, and mm. it's it's it. Women cannot enter that place because oh. they have. It's a taboo place. But yes, it's a taboo mm. place for women. Mm. But in the, like if they have like meeting open openly in the community, then women can stand up stand and up. talk. Yeah, mm. and sometimes lead something. But when Christianity came, let's say mm. women cannot talk in front mm-hmm. of men mm-hmm. because some like some verses verses in the bible say like that and then say they are showing pointing out oh uh, the paul apostle paul say like this in the bible so women you cannot stand up and things like that so mm-hmm. it starts uh, changing because of the this teaching mm-hmm. so yeah uh, women the there's a and also, the structural uh, violences happen at the, at the, at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's the year when the, our interaction with other outsiders, like Indonesia, have happened. That's the early, early years. Mm-hmm. What year interaction. was that? What year was that when they they started to come? In, mm-hmm. In 1960, 1960, some teachers or workers with them to Papua. Mm. And then later, um, the, yeah, the Indonesian army start to come to Papua mm. for the annexation starting from 1960. Yeah, mm. 1960. So because um, the Indonesian independence is 1945. Right. So around that time, it's not not too long from mm. after Indonesian, um, mm. and then we come to, so we come to uh, we come interact with this, not only uh, Indon- uh, missionaries, but, but also Indonesian. with the mm-hmm. with the Indonesian. Mm-hmm. So in that early uh, like years of our mm-hmm. interaction with the outsiders. Mm-hmm. There's a shift of um, how we see, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. understanding about the, the, the values, how mm-hmm. we see people, how we mm-hmm. interact. Mm-hmm. We start to absorb uh, what, like, the value or 
we start to absorb the new things that comes to us. We start to adjust ourselves with those uh, people, mm-hmm. what they bring with them. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, things change. And then at the same time, um, we also, so we have to face, especially women with, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm talking about women. So mm-hmm. we have this um, structural uh, violence. Mm. So that's the cult face, and, the, uh, and, yeah. race, and racism as well. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Cultural violence, racism, and also um, uh, structural and also cultural. We, the changes mm-hmm. in, the, in the values because of the interaction mm-hmm. with other cultures. So that's, uh, that's the time where, when we're... Papuan people adjust with everything, mm. the, the early interaction. Mm. And then while for women, while uh, facing the structural um, violence, we also face the cultural one. It's changed, start to change. For example, mm. in the past, for example, when someone's uh, paid a dowry, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the past, dowry is uh, considered as uh, it's not buying, in quote, yeah, not buying women, but in respect, we are uh, we 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 want to say thank, thank you, thank you to mm-hmm. the women family of having this uh, women embracing her in a good way, so uh, she will bring us something new will bring us a gift to us. We'll like, uh, mm-hmm. we'll and, have a, yeah. And an exchange of uh, extending the family on both sides. Yes. So, yes. So, so it's just like in Vanuatu with the bride price. Um, yeah. Same, same concept in Papua New Guinea. Uh, and then that yes. changes more using Change. money. Yeah, using money, you know, instead of <laughs> traditional, yeah, all the traditional yes. items, and then the price that's going up and up and up and everybody gets yeah. mad. <laughs> so um, now people, sometimes the family, it's changed, not only yeah. from the women's uh, family side, but also for, for, for men. men. Mm-hmm. So it becomes like it's, women are tr- treated like a thing, a yes. thing yes. only. So, mm-hmm. uh I pay dowry. I oh, like so the chain start sitting the way like uh, the way we see women. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing. Um, uh, owned by a family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes fam- um, the from from the women family will see the girls the, their daughter as a oh it's my it's a. Investment. It's uh, like a, investment. In, yes. It's a way to get money as well. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, men will see because they see them as a, like a thing as well. So mm. if I pay dowry, I buy. Oh. Uh, so I can do anything. Do anything to you. Mm-hmm. Anything to you. And your family do mm. not have any rights to intervene in our relationship. Mm-hmm. So sometimes uh, from the now, what is happening now, 
uh, sometimes in a family, if there's uh, some some uh, communities here, mm. they have a certain ima- amount when they uh, like uh, money or things to exchange with the men family. But now those uh, parents with, who see their daughter as an investment, will decide to decide the dory based on the degree of the girls. If their daughter is a uh, graduate just from elementary, it's different. The price is different. With the university. It goes up. Degree. Yeah, it goes up. If you have like a, a master degree or a doctor, doctoral <laughs> degree, it's crazy and it's very it's very expensive i'm laughing because it's the same thing that happens in Vanuatu. yeah, <laughs> yeah that's 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 the one thing that i want to change because yes. we women we have values we're not yes. thing that you can just sell and we're not a piece of like. meat <laughs> so oh gosh it, yeah so but some families they who have a different uh, like point of view about mm-hmm. uh, their children, the value mm-hmm. of their children, will just say some of some of family they say when it comes to dowry payment they say, oh just just if you want to marry my uh, daughter just you don't have to pay dowry but take care of her. I don't mm-hmm. want you to pay dowry. Okay. I want my my daughter to mm. be respected. Mm. You you live with my daughter, but you respect her because mm. I never do things bad things to my daughter. I want you to respect her the way I respect my kids, my my mm. children. Mm. Some of uh, like educated um, mm. family, they sometimes they do that. Oh, my true. my father, my father has, um, have the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, few as well, he said, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, he 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 said, um, I want when you get married, I want uh, charge your uh, your husband or mm-hmm. your husband to be to give to pay for dowry, except mm-hmm. those because we have a certain am- amounts, mm-hmm. the one that uh, approved by like in um, custom. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. the rules in the custom, mm-hmm. but now sometimes they add up. Oof. Like they give the 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 expensive one because it's they add uh, the price something like that. But in the uh, customer level, they have the the the. It's like uh, it's not written, but people know how how many peak, for example. Yeah, but, yeah. In, mm-hmm. yeah. In my yeah. Uh, in my culture. We only have to pay four pigs. Okay. Uh, would they be certain types of pigs? Yes, okay. certain mm-hmm. type of pigs. And uh, five. It's actually uh-huh. five. Mm-hmm. One is for the church. It's like a thank God, thanking God. Oh. because uh, So they give it to the church. Church can do whatever they want to do with the pig. But hang on. Or, what's, what's, what's that before? Before they did that, in, in the olden times, they pay, or the, only when the church came, and so they decided to give it to the church. 
uh, in the past they don't have that it's they right. they 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 just give it to the um from the mother side right. the uncles from the mother just side to say thank you they just mm-hmm. uh, uh, mm-hmm. say thank you but now mm-hmm. uh it's like a thanking god you you bring like something that you bring you put in a church to, mm-hmm. so uh how do you say it like an um, offering like an offering yeah offering okay. to the church mm-hmm. yeah so they have five four mm-hmm. is the the one for the church and four for these uncles from uh, the family side the families from the from mom's side. family side, mother okay. side. yes mm-hmm. but um so they still have to pay something like that but not mm-hmm. uh not very expensive nowadays mm. you can pay pigs up to like 15 14 or they ask us ask the women, men to pay mm. like 20 or it's more than what we have culturally mm. so yeah as i mentioned it's depend on your degree women's yeah. degree so <laughs> The higher the degree, they will ask you pay more pigs, and pigs is very uh, expensive Important. in mm-hmm. our culture. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can imagine if you are uh, you are being asked to pay like twenty or thirty uh, pigs, you can imagine how many, how many or how much is that if yeah. you uh, in 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 cash. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, so. Uh, because having that and the change, the shift of the way women mm-hmm. are um, treated, seen mm-hmm. or treated in our society, mm-hmm. and also um, that's a cultural part. But also in um, also because of the change in um, the Christianity about the position of women, you cannot lead. You cannot talk in front of uh, men. You uh, you cannot make your hair like that. You have to um, wear uh, clothes in a certain way. That they add up more rules mm. that it's not written in the Bible, right? Because right. of their in- interpretation of mm. the Bible mm-hmm. and very Calvinistic point of view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah, very, uh, yeah, it's a personal point of view that uh, influences the way you treat women. Something, yeah, like that. and sometimes so, it sometimes it's very distorted too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it happened uh, very much in a coastal area because the interaction happened earlier. Okay. The way the the way they treat women is different from mm-hmm. from us in the mm-hmm. highland because mm-hmm. we interact with the outsiders uh, later later mm-hmm. yes <clears throat> so um yeah uh the what the value the that they learn dif- influence the way they treat treated uh, women mm-hmm. so Uh, yeah, there's um, we can say there's a violence is culturally because mm. of that. Mm. 
mm-hmm. position. W- women are being uh, put as a second class. Mm. And it's it's also happened in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Like women have the burden to uh, take care of the kids mm-hmm. and it becomes women's job. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, sometimes men, men does not involve more uh, because they they don't want to be seen doing women's uh, mm-hmm. what the things that women do and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it started changing, and it's also happened in um, it, it's happened in, in in society like that. So as a like lecturer or teacher in a mm-hmm. theological uh, uh, school that I'm working now as a church worker as well, I I try to change that mm-hmm. because they are going to transfer, they are going to teach the community about the values, the, the, the Christian values mm-hmm. that they learn in, in the Bible, uh, their Bible studies, they will transfer the values mm-hmm. in their teaching. Mm-hmm. So I want to change that because they they will become the leader in community because mm-hmm. church keep a very important role in our mm-hmm. community. Okay. So if you becoming a pastor, mm-hmm. you will be heard. You have right. a very big influence. Uh, so that's how I become, uh, I'm teaching the, in uh, gender studies. Mm-hmm. I try uh, to uh, try to uh, mend, mm-hmm. try to fix, try mm-hmm. to fix, uh, to teach them about the uh, our uh, past life mm-hmm. and then how it changed to the present one, mm-hmm. how the situation of women nowadays, mm-hmm. what what's uh, responsible what you are t- you will be taking in the future in your teaching mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i also i learned about theology i'm taking um, mm-hmm. my master in theology as well mm-hmm. so i'm teaching about the what is the real uh what is jesus teaching right what mm-hmm. his uh, what he teach about how he treated women, mm-hmm. how he's teaching, what is the meaning of what Paul says, mm-hmm. the background, uh, the cultural background, why people uh, mm-hmm. Paul say that. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm trying to teach them about that the 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 real like real interpretation of the Christian teaching right. that has been like has been used. Uh, falsely yes. all this time. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to fix that mm-hmm. by teaching them, teaching this young pastor, the candidate, mm-hmm. I want to, I want them to give uh, teaching and then influence the community to change. Right. Um, mm-hmm. The, the value mm-hmm. of women mm-hmm. that change in the past mm-hmm. That has been changed from the past life that really respect women, mm-hmm. and then it changed uh, women as a, as a things nowadays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm teaching them as an activist. I also teach them. Mm-hmm. We are in this kind of situation. We are in mm-hmm. the 
situation of oppression. Right. We have in this kind of a stage of history in our nation. Mm-hmm. And then these things change. We are mm-hmm. facing a violence, mm-hmm. cult, um, structure of violence in every sectors of life. Mm-hmm. So this kind of things, there's so many uh, values that change in our society. Right. Right. So let's bring back the the yeah. the position of women, what we have culturally that mm-hmm. put women in the right position. Mm-hmm. How we have to change that. We have to bring that. Mm-hmm. How we treat women differently, like what we have now, it's not our culture. Mm-hmm. It's something brought from outside. We have to bring our culture back, the values that mm-hmm. really respect other people. Mm-hmm. We try to dig that and then brings this new generation to start understanding about our, our identity, cultural identity. We cannot leave that. So you're almost basically decolonizing their mindset of yes, looking at yes, it from, yes. a, from a completely uh, different, from more from a cultural point of view that it's rightfully so in the first place before yes. all of this, you know, it's layers and layers and layers and then you have the trauma yes. that's on top of it. So there's a lot that you yes. basically are dealing with. So have you seen any changes? Have you seen that there are changes in this young yes. pastors as they go out and when you visit yeah, yeah. communities? Mm-hmm. They, the first time they came to my class, they have this, I, I made them make a list. What is the women's role? Can you make a list what you think is women's uh, job? Mm. What what is the what's the primary uh, things that women have to do in the family? And then mm. they make a long list. Oh, women should uh, take care of babies. Women are the one who take care of the pee. And then they have this long list of w- what women should do compared to men mm. and then what other people say to them about what women should do mm. they make all those things and then some of them also make up oh, the bible say women has to be like this so um, i agree that so some things uh, mm. they have those kind of things at least and then i start from what the list that they made and then mm. i start teaching them about what the uh, Christian uh, value actually mm-hmm. before, after the creation, mm-hmm. uh, no, before, before mm-hmm. God create the world, mm-hmm. put us mm-hmm. in a, a Eden garden and yeah, teach them how the position of men and women, mm-hmm. what is broken, one is mm-hmm. what is broken when the fall happened, mm-hmm. what values broken there, mm-hmm. uh, what Jesus come and then Jesus fix some things, what mm-hmm. he did, mm-hmm. what values, the way he treated women mm-hmm. in his, in a historical background, mm-hmm. where he lived at that time how the the jews treated women mm. and how jesus treated women is mm. find the difference and what uh, the paul the apostle paul trying to say by uh, making those several verses that really uh put women in a very fear of vulnerable position mm. why he say that mm. and how 
why uh, how we interpret mm. these teachings and did it was we just take it yeah and did we just take it li literally mm -hmm. lit from the text or mm. we we interna uh, internalize all this teaching and then we try to choose which one um, suits our context and then mm. we move forward mm. there are there are when we interact with people, there are values that they bring to us and we start living our own culture values that really differentiate us from them. And then we start absorbing um, values from outside and then taking taking it as uh, our our new identity, identity. and uh, mm -hmm. forget, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that we cannot do that. We have mm -hmm. to come back, to, mm -hmm. we have to dig, we have to, uh, learn Christianity, but based on our understanding with our culture. We cannot just take the value or this is the teaching. I think God gives um, culture to us, the way we live. It's a God created, God created that. Mm -hmm. Give us in a certain place and then give us knowledge to form the culture. So mm -hmm. we have to value our uh, culture. Mm -hmm. And then we understand that we, we, we build a relationship, but mm -hmm. based on our understanding, not just copy or absorbing something from outside. So that's what I, I try mm -hmm. to uh, teach. So because I'm hoping mm -hmm. and, and uh, start changing mm -hmm. those uh, young pastors, mm -hmm. when some of them already uh, go to the community, they, the first one, they start changing the way they uh, behave, the way mm -hmm. they talk to women, start changing. Nice. And they more, more of them, they start because in my church, the King Me Church, in some areas, they allow women pastor. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. Women to become pastor. Like my mother, my own mother is, mm. is a pastor. Mm. But he, be she became a pastor after my my father mm -hmm. died. Ah. So when my when my dad when my dad um, was still alive, mm -hmm. she cannot like preach mm -hmm. because my father still has this. Even though he's educated, but he doesn't want his wife to mm. teach. Mm. So, um, but. In some areas, um, women are still struggling to like study theology and then teaching because they are very strict. They don't want, oh, the Bible say women cannot stand and teach us. Why you want to study theology to teach us? Women yeah. cannot do that. So mm. it's a very, there's a, a pro and contra in, in mm. my own church. Mm. So by by changing this young pastors young can, uh, pastors candidate mm -hmm. i tried to change that mm. inside my church my own church about mm. how to respecting what is the real teaching that god wants mm. for men and women mm -hmm. like in christianity so that's right. what i'm doing well very good i'm i'm it's fascinating just listening to all the work and all the activities that is involved in not just changing the mindset 
but educating the you know and also giving a space for women to come and talk about the mm. past trauma um, moving mm. forward so you are doing uh, a lot of amazing work there I can't thank you enough for our you know our conversation today and giving us uh, a glimpse into what's going on as well in in West Papua um, what are the issues that are happening in terms of, you know, Indonesia's uh, plan to dividing uh, the Papuan provinces? Uh, how is that affecting the women's um, um, in terms of land? You know, how how is that affecting women? Uh, do they have rights to to land and you know for gardening and for for you know producing their own crops to maybe sell in the market? How's that? Uh, affecting the the lives of the women, especially probably okay. in the in the rural communities and yes. rural, yeah, yeah. Uh, in a rural community here, mm -hmm. women mm -hmm. are like very depend. They are depend on on the land. Right. We do not like women in our uh, society. We do not have rights to the land. It's mm -hmm. owned by men. Right. Mm -hmm. But we are uh, the women use land more than uh, uh, men mm -hmm. to support life because we are still taking uh, vegetables from the, the forest or mm -hmm. using lands. We do the farming to support families for the food. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, we have very close relationship. I mean, women. We mm -hmm. have a very close relationship with the nature, right. especially land. Mm -hmm. So, um, when the Indonesian comes to us, come to to Papua, mm -hmm. they have this uh, because of our natural resources. Very, mm -hmm. we have a very like uh, we are very rich in natural resources. Mm -hmm. So they start um, having like uh, mining and also uh, deforestation, they make a plantation. Mm -hmm. So when they come here, they have this, um, they have this, uh, they already, the government must have this uh, satellite, um, satellite, um, of the this natural where where they can take like a different natural different. resources in every mm -hmm. area in Papua. Wow. So they have this um, uh, many um, how how do you say company many companies many mm -hmm. Indonesian companies are backed by the military um. are um, are like working at that time around Papua. Mm -hmm. Some of them are even international, like mm -hmm. um, American for fr mm -hmm. Freeport. They mm -hmm. are uh, destroying our environment with the mm -hmm. waste, their waste. Mm -hmm. We have their um, environmental issues mm -hmm. at the moment with the people, the local people who's living around the area, the mining uh, areas. Mm. We also have uh, British Petroleum with the British uh, government. It's owned by uh, Prince Charles. 
the monarch. So we have that. We also have a, a plantation owned by Korean company, Corindo, named Corindo, around Papua. We have uh, different um, companies, Indonesian companies around Papua that are cutting our trees, are doing deforestation all over Papua, for, uh, deforestation for plantation, for palm oil plantation. Palm oil plantation. Mm. Yes. And extractive, uh, they, they are b very like uh, ex extractive mining, like ex uh, doing, they are destroying our environment because mm. of the extracting the natural resources, natural resources. Mm. at the moment. Uh, we have, uh, they find different uh, gold in different places. Yeah. The Nduga mm. crisis, the Nduga mm. crisis mm. is happened. It's mm. happened because they are uh, trying to do this construction. Um, construction, mm -hmm. building uh, roads. Right. Um, and they are, um, they will pass the conservative, yeah. uh, conserv uh, conservation areas. Conservation areas. Mm -hmm. Yes, the mm -hmm. Lawrence, Lawrence conservation areas. Mm -hmm. And then there are like uh, uranium and oh. also gold uh -huh. find there. Mm -hmm. That's why we have this uh, national program from the Indonesian government mm -hmm. to build roads across Papua. And at those projects are taken by the military. Mm -hmm. The TNI, they took mm -hmm. all the projects, they win all the tenders, the project, and then they, they build, they will pass all the places with, they have the maps. Mm. Right, they have this mm. map of these natural resources, places contained, but, and then they, mm. if they build, they try to build um, uh, war, roads mm. across Papua, they will pass all these places contained with the gold, contained with all those things. So while cons doing construction, they will do, they will, they will mine all those things along the way where they go. So in Duga, Duga crisis, the, the TPN or uh, the freedom fighter, the guerrilla, they try to stop them mm. because they will pass these uh, conservation areas. It will destroy. This, that's the biggest uh, conservation areas that we have, the Lawrence. It contains endemic uh, uh, species and plants, plants and yes, everything. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And they they are destroying that because mm -hmm. because they want to pass that they want right. to like cross it. Mm -hmm. So that's um, our freedom fighter. They stop them. And the mm -hmm. TPN OPM stop them and then fight. Oh, you can do that. Right. You will destroy. That's enough. You did that in uh, Freeport in Timika. You can't do that here as well. Mm -hmm. they, this is our land. So they 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 do it like using force. So the construction worker is not just an ordinary worker. Mm. Those are military officials who is working that. Oh, wow. Most because the construction, it's own, it's the tender won by the military. 
mm -hmm. the TNI. Mm -hmm. So they, uh, they, they will use their own personals to work on those projects, the national project. So if they say that's a worker, that's a uh, citizen, that's a civilian worker, that's, 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 that's not true. Mm. Because all the people, all the community, all, that's my, uh, the congregation belongs to my church. That's uh, why I involved in the advocacy. Right. The, so, so how is that affecting the women? I mean, like all of this destruction, this obviously yeah. it's owned by all these different corporations and the military yeah. involving with the Indonesian government. So how yeah. is that affecting the, you know, the rural West Papuan women, the you know, ordinary everyday grandmothers and aunties who just wants to, they are the yeah. ones that plant uh, the vegetables and... Yes. Keep the, the family. So when all these uh, uh, companies they, mm -hmm. from outside, they come, they, they are mm -hmm. doing the land grabbing. Right. You can imagine the women yeah. are very like much depend on the, uh, on the land to support mm -hmm. families. Mm -hmm. If the land owned or grabbed by these uh, companies, Mm. If the companies comes to that uh, certain areas, they will build uh, like a compound um, houses and mm. then they start taking the areas. It used to be a place where our community goes to the forest. They take uh, vegetables mm. enough uh, for today to support families mm. for food. Mm. And our, the men went to the uh, forest as well to put uh, for a uh, hunting yeah but yeah. then the the when these companies comes and using the land mm -hmm. taking the land by mm -hmm. force mostly by force or they in the with Interrogate. intimidation mm. and also sometimes they lie to to mm -hmm. the community oh it's just mm -hmm. for temporary it's just for like certain years and then we will mm. return the land to you or something. Or mm. they will start, they know that the land, what the meaning of land with, for us Papuan, mm. it's, it's, uh, it's not owned by like one family only, but it's a community. community. So mm. they start um, uh, going in, into the uh, community and start um, Dividing. 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 Mm. So they fight each other. So they start doing that. Mm. And also, not only that, but also um, in 2020, there's a law. There's mm. a law called <clears throat> Omnibus Law. Oh, Omnibus Law. I've heard of that. The, yes. omnibus, the omnibus Law. Mm -hmm. uh, this Omnibus Law, like before this uh, law implemented in Indonesia, there's a we 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 have because of the special autonomy, we have uh, the rights. The local government have the right to rule in like in the province. They so they like for the international or national investors wants to come to Papua, they have to uh, do the lobby with the local government in like in a provincial level and also in a regency. So it's a long way to do the bureaucracy, right? Mm -hmm. So they have to, like the the central, the the provincial government has to agree 
if a if a, a company wants to do like plantation, want to have a run a plantation areas in Papua, hmm. and then sometimes the government, if they they find out, they do the research and they find out it's it's it, it doesn't give a benefit to the local community, they will uh, listen for the um, suggestion from the NGO as well. They will do. Ha- they will have the focus group discussion or things like that mm-hmm. in front of the NGO mm-hmm. to listen, to hear more mm-hmm. about the certain areas. Mm-hmm. So they will have to, like sometimes it will, uh, they, they reject the mm-hmm. permit, the, the mm-hmm. company's permit. But it cannot happen again mm-hmm. because the, this new law, this um, uh, omnibus law, it's actually like in actually this law is not uh, intended for other part of Indonesia. Hmm. It's created for Papua. Hmm. Why I say that? Like the, for example, in land ownership, hmm. like the company for the company, for for example, if a company. Um, in the past, they have this law saying, the Indonesian law mm-hmm. saying that if a company wants to come to um, um, to do to have a business in certain area around I- Indonesia, they can they are allowed by the by the government they are permitted by the the government to have twenty thousand kilometers. Uh, for the land. Wow. 20,000. 20, but only in Papua, a company can have not, it's twice than that uh, amount. Only in Papua. That's a law, that's a policy in Indonesia saying that only in Papua, a company can have 40,000 kilometers the area can own the area can buy or can uh, borrow so it's twice from other parts of indonesia in other part it's very straight you can only have twenty thousand but in papua they can have as uh many land as they want so there's no so, consultation or anything. There's uh, no. They, that's no. a policy. That's a government policy. Oh. And in the in this, so it's a land grabbing, but mm-hmm. they they formalize it in by using law. Mm-hmm. And and then um, they also have this. Um, in the past, uh, they have with the special. Uh, I mean the omnibus law. In the past, a company can have or can can borrow a land mm. for business is for thirty five years. Wow! But now in in uh, omnibus law, it's extended to forty uh, ninety years. So you can imagine if a local community here uh, lend their land to a company 
it used to be like 35 years. And then when it extends to 90 years, how many, how much, like how many, like benefit they, they make, fortune they make with the land, by using the land. And what is the community, the owner of the land uh, get if it's extends that, that, that long? Yeah, that's crazy. And, and also, uh, in Omnibus Law, the local government, it's, it's implemented in 2020. It says the local government doesn't have authority over the land in Papua. In the past, the local government can reject if they think that uh, a company, it brings more problems to the community than uh, uh, benefit. They, will, they can reject. But now, with the, with the omnibus law, the local government does not, do not have power to protect the community hmm. because all the consent will or or the permit will be will be given by the central government in jakarta so and and also there's a law here the 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 newest one i've got the the newest one here the law um so they just here. keep passing the laws to suppress and to yes the west Papuans yes. down so the, that they can move in yes the like the the newest one mm -hmm. the customary land is mm -hmm. not the customary land it's a state land that's the the, the newest one the oh. newest law implemented so even though this law this this one is the newest one it's it, it hasn't been like socialized it's mm. publicly so this new law says like for my community, we have our own land, our customer land, mm -hmm. but now it's owned by the, the, the central, the, the rights to allow any company to, to come to West Papua. So we do not have rights, any rights over the, our own land, our own customer land. Because Jakarta can ask, um, can allow, um, any company to come to West Papua to take any land they want, wherever they want, if they want to do the business. So how do, like for the message to get out, which is what we're so, doing so, here. Mm -hmm. So so now we have this uh, mm. campaign, Papua is not a, an anti-land. That's mm. because we're living here before you come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is our own land. This is a very massive land grabbing that is happening at the moment here in West Papua. We have wow. food estate. People are marginalized. We like local West Papuan are marginalized. There's so many things happens at the moment. Mm -hmm. That's why why we, we want it's like the campaign, our fellow Melanesian, mm -hmm. why we have to be, we need support. We need mm -hmm. our fellow Melanesian to, mm -hmm. to talk, to stand up with us because we are marginalized on our own land. People are uh, grabbing, they are doing land grabbing. They, they, they took all our land. Mm -hmm. They are destroying our 
forests um, and... forests they are mm -hmm. cutting our trees we have this strong relationship with our nature as a melanesian we have the same values mm -hmm. of the interaction with the nature and it start it start uh, they the the indonesians with their difference policy they they are destroying this they are cutting our relationship they are dividing us Mm. And this new uh, plan, the pub, uh, policy to uh, divide or division mm. of mm -hmm. new provinces, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the new provinces. Mm. With the new provinces, we are a minority. So they're deciding to do five of them now. Five. So Papua and West Papua are becoming minority in the past. Before, before Indonesia came to us, mm -hmm. the population of Papua. Mm -hmm. So that's the, the province of Papua, is, is, the province of yeah, Papua and West Papua. Yes, mm -hmm. it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's higher. It's higher mm -hmm. than our neighbor in PNG, right? Wow. But now we're becoming, uh, it's keep reducing. We are dying because of the military operation. We are dying because of the random killings we are dying because uh, we go to the hospital we are like we sit we go to hospital sometimes people go out with we, we like die in a hospital of because of the malpractice and things like that uh food poisoning uh or for example now an internally displaced person many things uh, happen in duga area in intanjaya in my broad, in Pegunungan uh, Bintang, in Puncak Jaya, those are the the regency where military operation ha happening, mm -hmm. and there are um, internally displaced person. It's mm -hmm. almost sixty thousand people living in IDP, becoming IDP at the moment. So they live uh, with a short of food. They, they are forced from their land, from uh, forced from their houses. They have to flee to the jungle to live there without um, no food. And kids, uh, children are die. Some children dies uh, in 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 the when they on the on the way they out. And women, mostly women, mm. with uh, like giving birth on a, on on their way. Mm. With the what situation like that, with no mm. food, mm. Um, like clean mm -hmm. uh, things mm. for the when they are delivering Delivery. babies, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have this uh, uh, health issue, and in these areas, in this military operation area, schools are used for the military. Uh, um, military base mm. so you can imagine our young generation without education mm. they have to follow their parents flee in the jungle live uh, like that mm. so uh, hospital also used by the military to use for this um, um, military of, uh, operation base. That's mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah so we have problems yeah. When, like Papua, we have this, for example, um, the Indonesian always see us like people, 
women or men with the uh, hair like mine, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I have this kind of, yeah, they see us uh, with different, uh, very racist ones, like yeah. when, like mm-hmm. views about us. Oh, if, if they, we, we, uh, we look like that, they always say, oh, this is uh, freedom. They live in, they are activists or mm-hmm. they are uh, guerrilla fighters. So mm-hmm. They have this uh, stigma, yeah, stigma over us. So mm-hmm. it's hard for us in this emergency uh, where uh, military oppression happened. It's hard for the local community to access the health services mm-hmm. and also the education. So mm-hmm. the, the, in 10 or 20 years, had we will we are going the west pop one have a problem with the new generation mm. uh, uneducated generation because of the military uh, operation that is happening we have we will have problem with the women issue and the children issue so this whole uh, operation is whole operation is basically grabbing land suppressing yes. suppressing the people and dividing the people so that, and then pulling yeah. all the companies and corporations that are owned by foreigners to come in yes. and just extracting all the mineral and resources and have yes. no whatsoever mercy on the indigenous people of West Papua. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, by doing that, uh, by dividing the prov- in provinces, in when, when we have uh, one province in the past, we mm-hmm. only have um, military, just one base uh, head, headquarters. Yeah, mm-hmm. headquarters. Mm-hmm. When we have two provinces, we, ha- we, we have two mm-hmm. military uh, headquarters. And all the military personnel are sending from uh, uh, Jaffa, from the central government to come to Papua. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So when they divide it into five provinces, you can mm-hmm. imagine how many uh, military personnel will be sent to West Papua. That's a lot. Yeah, it's occupation. It's occupation. And now, mm-hmm. nowadays, we, West Papua, it's very hard for us to live in Java, for example. Mm-hmm. We have to have a document and we are considered as a as a guest we cannot uh, live there for we have to live there for a certain uh, amount of time but we have to come back we have to get out but here in west papua every day uh, ships not only ships but also planes comes to other parts of indonesia to west papua containing local transmigrant like it's a Transmigration happening oh. now at the moment when we talk, we become a minority. Minority in your own place. Our our mm. our our uh, population is not. Uh, we're not. We we become a minor, minority, and all the empty lands, all the our land, mm. are occupied by those who comes from our other part of Indonesia at the moment. And what is happening now, 
it's when when we go to other part of Indonesia in order to become a, a, a to become a resident in one place, one mm -hmm. area, mm -hmm. we have to have a certain document. Mm -hmm. Like uh, we we all we we also have to have a, a ID mm -hmm. showing us that we become we part of that uh, area. Mm -hmm. Here, when outsiders, mm -hmm. the people, the Indonesian comes, there's a people here are ready to give them ID. If they are ready, they bring the ID saying that, oh, this person, they are newcomer, but they already have ID. Those who work in the government in the uh, like uh, district level, are occupied by those Indonesian migrants, immigrants. Wow. In so, those positions, so they are the one who mm -hmm. uh, make this card, ID card. They are the one who prepare the ID card. So when other Indonesian come, they have mm -hmm. families here. So before they come to mm -hmm. West Papua, mm -hmm. they already have the ID card. So whenever they come to there are some cases here in at the airport when someone's an Indonesian comes, they already someone's is offering them. Do you have an ID card? If if not, if you if you don't have an ID card, you can buy ID card as a Papuan resident. I have the ID card. They sell. So that's why if we make this. If they say like they want, if they force referendum, mm. for example, in West Papua, local West Papuan, uh, West Papuan are are not, we are not in, we're not so many left. Mm. We died almost every day with uh, different causes. So, yeah, with this deficient, deficient of province into uh, in division of province meaning hmm. there's uh it says that different province it, we will have a different governor but the governor it will become just puppet because the omnibus law has already mandated that you don't have the local government doesn't have any authority to decide whatever investment if the jakarta agree and then you cannot refuse you have mm -hmm. to accept the local people local people cannot refuse if a company international uh, company wants to use their land because the land the customary land is a state land so in okay? order in so, order in order for people to know about this they need to understand the history of how the occupation of Indonesia on Papua so that people are more aware of how these corporations are going in to make money mm. by grabbing of land on the indigenous Indonesian, uh, sorry, indigenous West Papua land. And basically dividing the Indonesia, indigenous people and so many destructions that are happening. So people on outside 
especially here in the United States, the Melanesian uh, countries, the, the Pacific, to be more aware of the issues that are happening, which is very critical. What are some of the things that we need to do from the outside? Uh, I think we need we need um, we need our fellow Melanesian to stand with us. Mm -hmm. uh, we need to uh, open. Um, we need to uh, like. Uh, Great um, network. We need platform to speak up about this. We have. We are refusing this. It's it's very critical for us. Uh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, sister. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, sorry. Uh, we are we are fighting for our life now. Mm -hmm. uh, if not, um, in years to come, we will just have a history that. Uh, a Melanesian uh, community have ever lived on this land. Mm. Our, this, this, this is our land given by God, but now it's occupied by force. Mm. That's why we need all Melanesian, our fellow Melanesian to stand up with us our history, we never involved in this history of uh, when the UN, the American and the Dutch and also Indonesian talk beside our fate. We never involved in that, but we have this uh, traumatic uh, history that happened since the occupation from 1963 until now. Hmm. The act of the free choice is the shame a referendum that did by the intern uh, watched by the international um, body like UN international mm -hmm. community involved mm -hmm. in agreeing Indonesian occupation in West Papua. So mm -hmm. when we talk about now why we 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 refuse the special autonomy, mm -hmm. there's so many things broken down in our. Uh, uh, society at the moment because of the special autonomy. Mm. 20 years of the implementation of the uh, special of autonomy is enough. Mm -hmm. we, we are dying. We are, uh, we, it's, uh, we are in a critical situation at the moment. Mm. Um, the division of Papua into several provinces is also an occupation. It's a settler's colonialism that is happening at the moment in, in, in West Papua. We are becoming, we are extinct now. As as we as I'm speaking now, military mm -hmm. operation happening in a policy level, in a government uh, level, 
all the things um, are taken, the, all the, 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 the control are taken mm-hmm. now by the outsiders, the Indonesian, in a parliament level, more Indonesian are sitting in a parliament level, so they will uh, do, they will uh, implement or they, may, they will make a policy on mm-hmm. to benefit them. Mm-hmm. And we're becoming um, people who are, we are losing, we are become uh, people who lose many things mm-hmm. they, because they make a legal uh, policy they use law to, they are looting things that what we have now, they are, um, uh, yeah, they are doing things. We are now um, becoming uh, more, we are losing our identity. Mm. We are losing our freedom if for, for speaking, for pr- doing protesting we are losing our freedom of speech mm-hmm. as i speak and um when whenever we do the uh, peaceful protest it will be guarded by the police and all of also military with all the vehicles it's like uh, they are going to war to to um to silence us from the international media international community so they they want to isolate us from the this uh, outside they they are saying that oh we are doing a special autonomy they are doing also uh, lobbying the uh, leaders mm-hmm. in um, melanesian countries mm-hmm. they are using um, money politics to buy the um, loyalty our fellows melanesian loyalty toward us mm-hmm. to leave us or to leave us with our uh, uh, agonies, mm. uh, our uh, sad um, tales, sad stories, to 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 put us behind, mm. to uh, so it, it is okay in a government level. The one of or two people do that to us, but for the community, for the Melanesian community, mm-hmm. we have, we want support. We want you mm-hmm. to stand up with us, to, to um, uh, echoing what we are uh, uh, experiencing at mm-hmm. the moment, mm-hmm. because we are extinction, we are facing extinction. Mm-hmm. And on our land, and I'm sorry, I'm so uh, emotional at the moment mm-hmm. when I talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, by like when I talk to to you on this platform, mm-hmm. I can sharing uh, as many um, as many as possible to mm-hmm. listen mm-hmm. to uh, hear our story, mm-hmm. uh, what we are experiencing. And then helping us to echoing the the voice mm-hmm. whenever or wherever uh, you go, mm-hmm. and helping us to uh, because like as we know, international um, journalists media yeah. are not allowed to allowed. enter West Papua. Yes, mm-hmm. so um, by 
providing a platform like this, mm-hmm. we can share. I can share, or my fellow, my friends, some of my friends can share stories, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and then sharing to as many as possible. Yeah. So yeah. any uh, platform or any where you stand up mm-hmm. and speak, please don't forget to to mention us to mm-hmm. share the the story to share this that uh, if West Papua is not free, then Melanesian is Melanesian not free. Is free. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then and to to stand up with us because. This is uh, what Indonesians are doing. I think they are, the Indonesian uh, knows that they are running out of time at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's why they are forcing this mm-hmm. uh, law to divide Papua uh, mm-hmm. into um, several provinces and then sending more troops to Papua because they know that God is, mm-hmm. as a Christian, I believe that God is working in his his. Yeah. Um, in a very yeah, in many ways, many ways to open mm-hmm. uh, doors to to open yeah doors for us, mm-hmm. and then and and then as an activist, as a yes. uh, free freedom freedom movement activist, mm-hmm. I believe, I believe, I mm-hmm. believe, Papua yeah uh, will be free. Be free. So, yes, one day, one day, Papua will be free. Yeah, it's, I it's, like. I yeah. like that. I like that you end with one day Papua would be free. So, so free yeah. West Papua, that that would yeah. be the uh, conversation. I, I just want to thank you so much, Esther, uh, for sorry, taking... sis. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sis. One more, one more thing. Yes. Why, why West Papua, free West Papua is mm-hmm. also a, a very important for our fellow Melanesian because. Yes. Uh, some of the countries in Melanesia are facing climate crisis at the moment. So if we case out all these Malay people out of our land, those countries, we have lands to live together. Mm. We have our own, this, this is a big land to live on. We have, we can share places, you can come and then live with us uh, mm. freely as a, a fellow Melanesian. Because mm. uh, when this crisis, climate crisis happen in your country and then yes. you have no place to go, you can come to live yeah. with us. So yeah. saving us, talking, standing with us, mm. meaning you are saving, uh, we are also saving our Melanesian, our, this, this land. So this, that's that's the, the the last message that I want to share. Thank that is that is wonderful. So thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us today. Not only about your work as an activist, but again sending that message out, that very strong message out to our fellow Melanesia about what's happening um, in West Papua. That we all, uh, it's our business to all um, help spread the word and uh, continue to stand with West Papua mm-hmm. and uh, we'll continue to think of you and your work with the women. That's that's very important. And I would like to see more of our work here with Melanesian Women today to be part of that, that we continue to help the women in whatever way that we can. And um, 
um, we just want to thank you for your time. It's been a it's been a blessing talking to you, and I, I know that we'll continue to have this conversation, mm-hmm. this space of conversation, and uh, another time here as well on coming to the mat. So thank you again for your time. Thank you very much mm-hmm. for this platform to share my stories.
is created and produced by Melanesian Women Today, a non-profit organization. Please visit our website at www.melanesianwomentoday.org. That is all one word. Melanesian Women Today envisions a Pacific region where every woman, girl, and child in their respective communities in Melanesia lives a productive, healthy, and fulfilling life. We are on a mission to improve the well-being and quality of lives and also to promote and improve leadership in women and girls in their communities. Please consider making a donation today on our website to support our work. Thank you for your support.